Welcome back to Brain Body Movement, the podcast for those interested in everything nutrition, training, and mindset. I'm one of your hosts, Brad, and I'll be joined by my co-host, Brock. Today's episode was another Q&A where we answered four questions that got sent to us through social media. Question number one, what are your everyday non-negotiables and that you think everyone should include that help you keep physically and mentally healthy? Question number two, should I spread out my protein intake so I'm getting 30 gram servings regularly throughout the day? Question number three, what's your least favorite exercise? Question number four, should I run to lose weight? That was in the back half of the show. And in the front half, we spoke about our nutrition and training, brought up some studies, gave an update on Ned Brockman and gave you a few random facts. All right, enjoy the show. Long ass day for a Friday. I try yeah. and keep my Friday short. Oh, what time were you up? I started at 5.30. Yeah, so pretty early. Yeah. <laughs> That's how we do it, mate. That's just the name of the game when it comes to PT, doesn't it? There's always that like 5.30, 6 o'clock crowd that wants to get in and then you've got like a break in the middle and then you have to come back later on. But you, don't you like make sure that you finish around that 2.30 mark? There is no break for me. I'm not doing that anymore. No more, so, no so more you, shifts. Yep. So you just make your own just big shift and then everyone works around you kind of thing now? Yep. Everyone's all in the morning. I, I work one afternoon a week and that one afternoon a week is one too many. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, when you first start out, it's just like you're taking everyone, aren't you? you yes, just take whatever you get. Yeah, that's all you can do. It's like, yeah. no, nah, no, nah, I can't do. I can't do five o'clock on a, on a Friday. What are you talking about? It's like, no, nah, you got to do it if you want to, if you want the clients because someone's going to yeah. take it otherwise or else, you know, people will be like, oh, why don't, why don't people want to like train me at such like, what's well, a Friday for one, <laughs> two is at five o'clock, you know? Yeah, oh, yeah. I was when I started. I was taking anything and everything I could get my hands on, mm. and then now I'm at the point where I've got people that I've got in a queue. That if I lose someone, then I message them and be like, "Hey, the space has now become available." So mm. great place to be, and I can't, I can't really, can't really complain. But no, yeah, it's not. If you're just starting out, take everything you can get. Yep, two a.m. three out. You know, I had one guy that wanted to start at like three a.m. Really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then like he fell through because he's like, oh, actually, I'm moving to Melbourne. Well, okay, no worries. Imagine that. I'll dodge that bullet. <laughs> <laughs> it's the middle of the night, mate. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's something about like, yeah, nah. I don't know what he what he did. It was some some like something to do with like overseas stuff. So he had to be like up early or, I don't know. you know, people don't get into it. You know, when people tell you what they do, sometimes you're like, I don't even know what that is. And then you like try and explain it, and then it, you just get more confused because they're just like explaining shit to you. That you're just like, sometimes it's just easier just saying a blank, like, yeah, I'm just like an engineer or something like that, you know? Yeah, just yeah. so much easier. Job, job titles can get confusing. Mm. Yeah. How you been, man? I've been good, bro. Been good. Um, pretty well maintenance this week. I uh, didn't decide to go into a deficit until two days ago, so mm-hmm. currently in deficit now. Going hard because I've got the missus on board now as well. She's like, I've worked it out. I've got to be this by this time uh, this week. <laughs> I was like, okay. It's the most like, you know how when you when you speak to someone and you can just see the motivation in their eyes? Like that's yeah. what I was seeing in her. So I'm like, all right, I'll do it with you. So I'm going low for a bit uh, and then uh, for like three, four weeks and then I'll go back up, up to maintenance and then, Suss it out from there. So it's going good. Train is going well. Um, train with her sometimes. And yeah, just pumping it out, mate. Working a lot as well. So just trying to fit it in here and there. Uh, saunas still one, one once or twice a week sometimes. I used to love going a lot more, but you know, things get busy, don't they? Time. Yeah. Because you're in there for like, it depends how hot it is. It could be like half an hour. Sometimes, like if it's like raging, twenty five minutes. <laughs> Something depends. I didn't think about is I used to recommend to the female trainers at the gym, oh, if you get a cancellation, just jump in the sauna. We don't have hair to dry, mate. Like our hair's not long at all, especially mine. I was going to say you, you don't have any hair. Their hair, their hair gets sweaty, and it's like, man, I, it takes hours for my hair's hair to dry. Yep, yep. It's We're sure very does. lucky in that regard. We are. We are. It's just like just. Have a quick shower and she's all sweet. Just dry it off. Like hair dry is like what half hour, or whatever, depending on how much hair you got. 
Yeah. And so they're always washing it. Like, I'm like, oh, you got to wash it again. It's a process. <laughs> I'm like, oh, what, what the fuck am I going to do then? All right, I'll just... <laughs> you know what I mean? You're like, <laughs> it's one of my pet peeves because it's like, all right, we're ready for bed. All right, sweet. We've got a shower. It's like, oh, yeah, I've also got to wash my hair. I'm like, oh, my gosh, you could have told me this before. No, I'm waiting. Could have like, had, sh- sh- <laughs> had a shower an hour earlier. <laughs> exactly. You're like, yeah, bedtime's this, and it's like five minutes before, and you could just, you could pretty well go straight to bed, but not, not, not some women. It's a, it's a whole process, really, and it's, I guess it's they- a, easy, easier for us, isn't it? Like, and even like getting ready, like they take, depending on the person, but Mrs. can take a little bit of time getting ready, but it's like a whole, a whole process, and just like. I'm glad I'm a guy. That's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I just work on a shirt and I'm good to go. <laughs> exactly. What about you, man? My uh, my my hair routine is 15 minutes a week. That's it. Shave my head. Done. Yeah. Easy. Easy. What about me? I, I had a I had a great week. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I had a, Tell, talk to me I, about your weekend. I had a fantastic week. So I went to movie world with my family on Friday and ran amok being a little kid, which was amazing because I said to someone earlier that I wanted to schedule like some play fun. So I said that a couple of weeks ago. Mm. And that's why I jumped on board with that. Went to Movie World. That was unreal. Um, <laughs> my youngest brother got a bit scared of the first ride we went on and it sort of ruined him for all rides for the rest of the day. Oh, no. And I, I shouldn't laugh. But there's a hilarious photo. We sort of forced him to go on like a, it's called the Wild Wild West ride and it comes down and it comes into water. I'm sure you've seen them before. Like it's like a mm. mining sort of theme. <laughs> where there's a photo and he's at the back and he's sort of pulling this scared, worried face with his eyes closed like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, How old is he? Uh, nine, 10. I don't know. There's too many of them. So eldest turns 16 on the 1st of November. So he'd probably be 10. Yeah. yeah. There's too many to keep track of birthdays and whatnot. <laughs> yeah. yeah, wait for like the nieces and nephews to come. That's even like, oh, they, yeah. they don't have Facebook to remind you. So, <laughs> you know, you got to put it in your calendar. Um, yeah, so I had an awesome day there. That is a long day though. So it was like two and a half hour drive to Movie World. And then we were there from nine to six. And then a two and a half hour drive home. But the drive home was longer because we stopped for food and they wanted to do some shopping somewhere. So I didn't get home till 10 and then started at 5.30 the next morning. I was just a wreck. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a long um, way to go to something like that. Worth it though, eh? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I had a wicked day. Like mm. had an awesome time and it was just the family, which was amazing. It was lovely. Um, then Saturday worked. And then Sunday went to the festival, had an unreal yeah. time. Yeah. Um, there's nothing quite like a festy atmosphere, hey? Mm-hmm. So, I, I, like, how do you how do you describe that? Like, like energy. Like, you know how you can walk into a room and you're just like, oh, there's this room, there's tension in here. Like, you can mm-hmm. feel it. Mm-hmm. Like, how, how do you describe that? It's like a sixth sense that humans have. But yeah, there's nothing quite like a fest, festy atmosphere. Everyone like happy, mm-hmm. boisterous, heaps of people, good times. Yeah, yeah. I had a had a wicked time at that, and then uh, yeah, recovered Monday and then. Yeah, got into the week and I've had a pretty crazy week. Just I haven't really tracked this week. I've taken the week off. I probably won't get back into tracking anytime soon. I'm just happy to be at maintenance and living life at the moment because I did that three pretty strict weeks leading into it. Mm. Um, yeah, didn't didn't follow a program this week. Just did exercises I liked, moved blood around the body, got a bit of a pump. That was about it. Mm. So deadlifted, pulled 220 off the ground. <laughs> ground considering i haven't deadlifted in three four months to pull 220 i was pretty happy with but yeah yeah had a wicked wicked weekend wish i uh could do those things more often (laughs) should actually not not wish should do those things more often can do those things often yeah well often what's often to you though like every year or a couple of times a year uh are we referring to going to movie world or riding myself off at a festival uh whichever one you can (laughs) Well, I've got a year pass now to the theme parks on the Gold Coast. Oh, okay. So I'll probably do that probably three, four, maybe even five times throughout the year. Mm. And festivals, I've got a whole heap lined up over summer. So it's on. It's definitely not one of you. Yeah. Like I said, I have a big summer plan. So I'm really looking forward to it. But 
Yeah. Favorite artist, if anyone's listening and wondering, Disclosure. Disclosure was unreal. Ah. Uh, so I love Disclosure. Yeah, when he played when he played latch, I, I don't know how to describe this, but like I knew like there was heaps of people around me, but like felt like I was just there on my own in the moment singing that song out loud. It was unreal. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> I saw uh, you wearing your little flappy hat and everything. Yeah, flap hat. I got I got new uh, new glasses. I didn't have the original speedies on. No original speedies. What's going on, mate? Uh, well, you know they're a bit busted. They've been broken and glued back together that many times. Yeah. <laughs> They've, they've the gone finger... through a few, haven't they? Yeah, they certainly have. The finger guns are out in full force, though. So I didn't manage to get a single video. Like, I don't think my phone left my pocket all day other than to maybe message someone or, or call people. My phone did not leave my pocket for a video or photo all day. Yeah. So just lost in it, aren't you? Yeah. I saw a few Absolutely. videos of you from your friend, I think, that was there. Yeah, yeah. People just videoing me. <laughs> the guns are out, mate. <laughs> full force yeah oh that's but so good it it takes a brave man to do such an elite level dance move like finger guns and to mm. do it so violently mm. violently were people worried <laughs> were they <laughs> they were that that was some aggressive finger gun action yeah so where was that was that like around your area or yeah it was in Brizzy so, so, so about an hour away from me okay. yeah and then did you stay somewhere or Stayed down there, stayed in Airbnb overnight. It was a good crew. There was like, I think maybe 12 to 15 of us. Oh, nice. So, But I'd never really like hung out with any of them before. So it's quite interesting hanging out with people for the first time. Mm. I'm quite cautious with getting a read on people first and then letting the the true Brock or the, the true essence of me come out. Mm. Yeah, it's qu- quite interesting hanging out with people for the first time and seeing how people interact around you for the first time and picking up on different energy and things like that. Mm. So, yeah, I was actually on that topic. There was a um, a research study done recently, and they were talking about one of the biggest regrets people have. Let me get this article up. Not being um, true to yourself, mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, it's from that book, Five Regrets of the Dying. No, no, no. So they different? they did a they did a survey, and it was complimenting a stranger is what we'd like to do most in public, but don't have the guts to do. Um, a poll of 2,000 adults found that 40% are consciously limiting themselves in life because they feel fear of being criticized when doing things more freely. Mm. So I found that like 40% of people is a large percentage of people that are like consciously limiting their true essence and their true self because of fear of being judged, which is just crazy. That's not what I was doing. I was trying to get a, a read of the room first mm. and then I just... Let the shackles off. Let the old shackles off. That's the thing, because like <clears throat> you've known from like in London and that, depending on how many uh drinks I'd had, depends on like if you'd like me or not. So it's just like <laughs> it's and that's the thing. Like some first impressions can really um can't always like aren't always right, especially like if you're under the influence and that. Um yeah. So it's 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 not like give them a second chance, it's more like Kind of just, I don't know. Maybe give him a second chance if you meet yeah, someone yeah. in there. Like even, I think it also, if if you meet someone for the first time and then they're really frustrated and like angry or like get <clears throat> upset over something that you said or did or whatever, um, even like a boss or whatever, it, like you don't know what they're going through at that point in time. Like they could literally, they could, their parents may have died or. Or, or something just crazy because there's always a reason coming up to that point where someone has acted the way that they did. And yes, there are some people that are just like psychos and that and just are in constant state of stress um, and any little thing just sets them off. But it's like sometimes it's actually a genuine thing. Like when, when like just think of a time when you've done the same, you're like, oh, this isn't me. Like this isn't usually how I react. I, I shouldn't have reacted that way. And then this person may have just met you for the first time and then that's what they think of you right now. And you're just like, oh, just, you know, a little bit of grace for when it comes in into the world is what I'm trying to trying to get out here because you, you just don't know yeah. what people are going through. Exactly. But not a lot of people have the awareness to go take a step back and go, oh, hang on, what are they going through? Like they'll just base that whole person's character based off that one little brief interaction with them. So, yeah, that's why I, that's why I was... Being quite tame at first, and then was like, "Yeah, no, nah, yeah, I'm, 
I'm all I'm all sweet to go here. Yeah, definitely. I think it's also a, another thing is like even when people like cut you off in traffic and that, like just I always think to myself, oh, maybe their wife's delivering a baby or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's just so much easier instead of like yelling at them and you know, not it's not going to change anything. You you know, you're what ten seconds late <laughs> than you would have been yeah. if you let him like didn't let him in. So, but it's perspective. Like a lot of people don't don't have that perspective of it's just like oh why did they cut me off like thinking it's being done to them yeah you know, well, know. That's, it could yeah. be it, it could be done for them it could prevent them from getting an, an accident mm-hmm. further down the road like oh, you, you never you never know you don't know so, the alternative exactly and it's like maybe we just bring i'm bringing this up now so then you maybe do think next time something like this actually happens and it might might kind of zen you out throughout the day if you're just like oh it's not like malicious intent they're just fucked like at this point in time you know and that's yeah. fine yeah I, th- I think there's an actual uh can't remember what it's called oh it's called like Hanlon's razor i think Han- Hanlon's razor is basically it's don't think malicious intent just think that like this person's actually stupid when they're doing this certain thing you know like i don't know rocking up late to somewhere or whatever something like that and it's just like they didn't mean to do it but they're just so stupid that they did it so i'm pretty sure it's called handlines razor yeah. not necessarily stupid though it just could be circumstances in their life like for yeah, example that too. wife wife pregnant i don't know dying father in hospital and they're about to take their last breath and they want to be in a rush to get there to say some words to them but you, you never know the circumstances no you don't now uh i want to touch on something that i want to get your thoughts on it first or ideas on it first what do you think of like a cold plunge or like cryotherapy or cold water immersion in terms of overall health and well-being? I think if it makes you feel good and you have the time and you have the money, go right ahead. Because um, I know that depending on when you're doing it, um, a, like just like an ice bath is better than or just as good as cryotherapy instead of like spending so much money on this kind of stuff. Um, mm-hmm. I know people love the feeling of cold and getting out and stuff. Um, you got to be careful if it's like after a workout because it can blunt the response to training because you're dampening the um, inflammation response. So I'd be careful if you were doing it like, so I wouldn't go lift and then go do like cold or whatever. Other than that, I don't have any any problems or qualms with it. It's when they start putting uh, big uh, claims on it. Like I think there was like one study where there there was like a shitload of pull-ups or some shit and like over, I don't know how many hours or whatever, but let's just say that the results were very uh, suspicious. (laughs) I think there were these gloves or something. I can't remember. Yeah, it's just like, I don't know if you know the study. Yeah, so there's something to do with... um... Gloves that cool, cooling gloves that keep your hands yeah. cold. Because obviously, it and, it does help with the, like recovery and in like um, performance where you do cool down your body and stuff like that. Um, but I think the study that I remember hearing was quite quite a stretch to how many pull ups I actually did. Because um, like the record is close to it, like yeah, and they did it like ten times. <laughs> so yeah, with with the cooling gloves. Uh, yeah, like so they would do it and then they're cool and, and whatever. So I'm I think there's not enough evidence really showing too much about it. I don't know what you're gonna bring up right now. Um, but I know that there's not enough hard evidence at at the moment for doing that stuff unless you like it and it makes you feel good and then that gets you doing other stuff that then can contribute to to the rest. But it itself, um, when it comes to um all these outlandish claims that some of them make. I'm I'm quite suspicious of it. Yeah, I'm very much in the same boat of you. If you're doing it for some sort of like physical health benefit, I don't think there's too many of those. I think it more comes with teaching you how to handle stress because there's no doubt that being in, a, in an ice bath or a cold plunge is a stress response to the body. So it teaches you to acclimatize to stress. Now, the interesting thing that I wanted to bring up, there was a study done in uh, Norway and it was a review of a, a hundred studies, and they determined that 
using cold water for an extended period of time, turn the white fat adipose tissue into brown fat. Now, for those that don't know what brown and white fat is, white fat is essentially like the, the stored energy fat and brown fat, I think they determine it as like working fat. So it's fat that can be used as, as fuel more easily. That doesn't necessarily mean that brown fat can be burnt, white fat can't be burnt. It's just that's their, that's their terminology in determining the two. So that was one interesting thing. The other thing was to do with, um, please, let's pronounce this right, norepinephrine. I'm on the right track with norepinephrine. I'm, I'm pretty sure that's how you pronounce it. Essentially adrenaline. Essentially non, norepinephrine. 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 Yep. Norepinephrine. 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 <laughs> Listen to the pronunciation of it. Yeah. Noradrenaline and yeah. norepinephrine. Yep. Yeah. So a rise of that hormone in the body uh, in the brain by three hundred percent. So there is some benefit to it actually making you more alert and and mm. waking you up. So if you're one of those people that really struggles waking up of a morning, jump in a cold shower and that's probably just as good enough to wake you up as a cup of coffee because a cup of coffee first thing in the morning upon waking is not great for the human body. Mm. Well, because you get cortisol anyway in the morning as well. Exactly. Like, that's what wakes you up in that. Um, yeah. And just another thing to note on that white and brown fat. Do you know why they call it brown fat? No idea. So the reason why it's brown fat is because the there's more mitochondria in brown fat than than white than white fat. And under a microscope, it just looks more brown. <laughs> so they just call it brown. <laughs> yeah. Because of all the mitochondria. Oh, well, there you go. Mm. Yeah, I had, I had no idea about that, but I found it interesting. There was a certain amount of time. Let me see if I can find the time here. Yeah, your brain's production of norepinephrine increases 300% in just a few minutes, um, while any time longer above 10 can increase it to 500% by 500%. Now, that's a, that's a huge increase, like 500%. Um, but who's really staying in a nice bath for 10 minutes? I don't, I don't know too many people who are staying in a nice bath. Just, for that just the ice man. That's basically. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's become um, a lot more popular since he's kind of come yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. The white adipose tissue is converted. It doesn't say at what temperature. Cold. Enough to shiver, I believe. Yeah. It's just like with sauna. How hot do you, well, do you need to have it? It's just well, like it's, hot enough to sweat, mate. It's saying, it's saying you can just. Because the study was done in Norway, it's saying you could just walk outside on a cold day, yeah, and it'll probably yeah. give you the same effect. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they got they got saunas everywhere as well. Remember, like they've heated pools and yeah, I'd, I'd take a lot more. I'd take a lot more stock in a in a study and some research and research review done in Norway, Finland, Sweden, in those Scandinavian countries, mm. done on cold water immersion and sauna than I would anywhere else in the world, especially oh. the Finnish. Have, have, have you been to Finland? Yeah, yeah, I've, I love yeah. it, man. I love it. Yeah. It's like so, I, yeah. It's there's that there's that sauna right in in the in the harbor there in the port. Exactly right. You, yeah, that's yeah, where I, I went, went in there. that sauna. Yeah, and then you walk outside and you just jump straight in the ocean. It's freezing. <laughs> that was like because I um I had a mate that lived there, so I stayed with him. So he took me all around, and yeah, went in that same same pool, and there was the sauna there, and. Yeah, give him like we we were having a few drinks as well in the sauna. I don't recommend <laughs> that. I don't recommend that. Um, I probably wouldn't do it now because it's like you get you're dehydrated from the alcohol, and then you're going into a sauna, sweating it out even more. So yeah, I don't recommend that. Um, but I just remember just yeah having some drinks in the pool and then giving the drink to the like lifeguard and stuff. Yeah, it was pretty funny. Classic travel, Brad. Yeah, <laughs> love the old Finland. I want to fill you in on uh, old Neddy Brockman. I'm sure you're eager to eager to hear about him. Talk. I I think I know where you're going because I only just searched him up yesterday or today. So, so he's still running. He's he's been a bit short, so he's done like some 20k day, like only 20k days, um, 30k days. Um, I think yesterday was 95 or close to 100. Anyways, now he's out of South Australia. He's into Victoria. Um, he sounds pretty beat up. He's not far off the New South Wales border. Um, surprisingly, this is interesting. So, you know how I was talking about the festival atmosphere and stuff just before. He said on his story that when he's running, he doesn't particularly want people to come and run with him because he just it, it's mustering up all of his energy just to put one foot 
in front of the other. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want to have to exert any more energy, creating conversation, um, being upbeat, that sort of thing. So he's asked people not to not to run with him, which I, which I find interesting. I thought he would have wanted everyone running with him. But he said Mildura was really the first opportunity for him to like come across civilization since he left Perth. It's pretty much just been him and his six companions with him the whole way. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I've never seen so many phones in my face and he's over half a mil now. So yeah. he'll get it done. He'll get it done, but he, there's no way he'll beat the record. He's got six days to beat the record. And I think oh, he's got really? like nine, 980 Ks to go. So yeah. still a fair effort, but. Well, who holds the record? Some German geezer. Oh, I think you brought that up last time. Yeah. So he's, Ned seems like the kind of guy that he'll do this again. To beat the record, and now he'll be better prepared for it. His Aussie as as well. Oh, bro, so I only just saw his story. I was like, oh, I did not expect that. I did not. Yeah, expect he's that. he's so Aussie, mate. He's super ocker. Oh my gosh, it was pretty funny. I'm like, of course, WA, but classic. He's from WA, isn't he? Nah, he's from no? Sydney. Is he? Oh, okay. Yeah, he's from Sydney. He's a Parramatta Eels fan who just played in the grand final over the weekend. Yeah, right. did they win? Uh, no, they lost. Spe- speaking of though, this has just come to the top. Come to me now. Um, both the AFL and NRL Grand Final had the lowest viewership ever. Really? Yeah, that's not good. Lowest. Yeah, the only thing I can think of is lots of people are streaming now, right? Hmm. So, I don't know if streaming gets counted as views because it's not directly watched on the the TV channel that's being presented on. So I don't know if streaming counts. The other thing that I sort of thought of was last year there was a bit of kerfuffle with the vid and I'm not sure if there's still restrictions. Now there's essentially no restrictions throughout Australia on how many people you can have in your home. So maybe more people are getting together and hosting events for it. So it's only being watched on one TV rather than at multiple houses. Mm. That's That's the only two scenarios I can think of because both games seem to be growing in Oz. Yeah, but, but it was yeah, just a yeah. ship grand final for AFL. Like it was it was for both. Yeah. yeah. That's that could be why. Like you see it at half time and it's no point fucking watching it. Yeah, yeah, but even before half time, lowest viewership ever. Yeah, right. Mm. Which is yeah. I I I don't like I said, I don't know if streaming like doesn't count towards it or it's a hard one because like I I'd watch it on KO and then KO would stream through Fox and surely yeah. that would get get it from there the the grand finals aren't on ko or fox though so seven and nine exclusively have oh really rights. see yeah. i wasn't actually i didn't actually watch the grand final i was at so a you, i was at a 40th so you know i, I didn't like, watch it either i was at yeah. a festival there was some geezer streaming on his phone at the festival though. Oh, of course of course <laughs> but like yeah i don't know who knows like what else is what else is coming coming up the ranks oh pickleball have you heard of that? <laughs> yes, I have. Have you heard? Yeah, you know, very, um, very American. Le- LeBron James um, just um, is now a proud new owner of a major league of pickleball. Is he? Yeah, and so is Gary V. I heard him fucking getting on in this old pickleball. I, I seen it like um, where around where gonna gonna live in that in the sports center there. There's yeah. there's a few old ducks going going at it. Yeah. It's like, oh, that's it's, pickleball. It's like miniature tennis, right? Yeah, t- between tennis and maybe ping pong or some shit. It's like a different yeah. paddle and different ball. Um, but yeah, I was reading about it and the, some of the, like, obviously tennis tennis people aren't happy about it because they're taking all their courts up and everything. And it's like, because, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's a lot. They play it smaller and stuff. But yeah, yeah. they look like 70, 60, 70. Easy playing it. Just going well, around. It'd be better than tennis, right? Because there's a lot less running, so you don't have to move around as much. Yeah, they are running, but yeah, it's it's yeah, it's a lot less. So I, I think that's why it's growing year after year because it's for all ages, really, and yeah. mainly the the older the older folks seem to be getting around it. So LeBron went and bought a pickleball team, eh? Yeah, mate. His business partner Maverick Carter and several other NBA stars are now private owners of pickleball teams. <laughs> when you've uh, when you've got that much money though, <laughs> you can spend it on whatever you like. Oh mate, he was disappointing in the uh, um, Space Jam. 
too. I haven't seen it. You haven't seen it? Wouldn't, no. wouldn't butter it, mate. Wouldn't butter it. Mrs. liked it, but she hadn't even seen the first one when we first when we watched it. I couldn't believe it. I could not believe it. I'm not sure if I have either, to be honest. What, the first one? Yeah. I'm, I might have back in the day when I was you younger. You fucking but... might have. Yeah, Michael Jordan, <laughs> mate. Speaking of space, I do have something from space for you. Talk to me. Um, it's about 200 million miles an hour. There is a hot gas bubble that is traveling past or orbiting uh, the only supermassive black hole that we can see, and it is traveling at around one-third the speed of light. And it's orbiting around the only black hole that we can see in uh, the universe, galaxy. Yeah. Anyway, I thought you'd find that interesting. That's cool. It's just a big, big just gas, hot bubble, hot bubble of gas is to describe really? it. And yeah. One third the speed of light, which is approximately 200 million miles an hour, which is pretty bloody rapid. 200 million miles. That's crazy. It's going pretty quick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's definitely going quick. Um, speaking of things that are. Going quick, you know the Hollywood sign. Yes, it's got nothing to do with going quick or anything. But like, <laughs> um, so it so it was first erected in 1923, um, and it used to read Hollywood Land. Did it? Yep. Um, because the the hundred the hundred years coming up for like next year, the 2023. Yep. So it's getting a makeover at the moment. So they use like nearly a thousand liters of paint already just like painting it touching it up and that which is 250 gallons in uh american units so yeah it wasn't until 1944 the sign became property of the city after development went bust and then they literally just took the land part away well there you go i did not i did not know that one Mm. what what was the reasoning for taking the land part away there there wasn't no uh it didn't really say I guess it's too much, a massive too much sore eye anyway, isn't it? Too, too, too much paint. Yeah, it would have been even more paint <laughs> if I can do it. It looks better with just Hollywood instead of Hollywood land, I reckon. There's a picture. Yeah. There's a picture of it like back in 1923. You see it. Obviously, it's black and white, but... When did it go? Hollywood land. When did it go? The land part. The land part went like 11 years later. No, 21 years later. So, 1944, when it became the property of... Uh, the city. Oh, well, there you go. Mm. Learn something new every day. Hopefully, <laughs> I can teach you something here. Talk to me. So, my animal fact. A dolphin, when it sleeps, only half of its brain goes to sleep. So, the other half stays awake to keep um, to maintain motor neuron control. So, it can tell when to go up and have a breath of air. Yeah, right. Found that pretty cool. Only that half is- the brain sleeps at a time. And... They'll go on which one has slept last. It'll decipher back and forth between which half has slept and which half hasn't. Shit. So what they just put like electrodes on the dolphin's brain, I guess, and then. Um, I'm, ass- I'm assuming so, but yeah, so they can maintain motor neuron control and go up and take a breath. Otherwise, they would drown. That's true. They would drown. They would drown. Have you ever swam with dolphins? No, I haven't. They're extremely intelligent animals. Yeah, I've seen. Have you seen the video of a dolphin like trying to fuck this chick? No, no. <laughs> no like, well, just hump kind of thing. Like, it just jumps out of the out of the water and tries to go for it. No, I have not seen that. Yeah. I swear it was just like on Facebook or something one time. I remember seeing it. Oh my gosh! Um, being that it's like nearly uh, Halloween. There was a record pumpkin uh, grown. Have you yeah. heard about this? It was in, I think, Clarence, I'm going to say New York, 2,554 pounds. Holy. Which that's is a massive pumpkin. 1,158 kilos. I was going to say that's ton. over a ton. <laughs> it's over a ton. You should see the picture. It's fucking massive. There's like three guys <laughs> standing next to it. I was like, holy shit. It's How on earth? I don't know. I don't know what they're feeding those pumpkins up there, but imagine that at the front of your house for a sculpture, like carve it out and stuff. It's huge. I don't know. It's massive. You could live inside of it. You could. <laughs> kind of like, what? what's that movie? Um, James and the Giant Peach. <laughs> I haven't seen that movie. 
No, I haven't. I'm um, not a movie guy, man. Yeah, I wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> would recommend okay. it. Okay. It sounds like I need to watch Space Jam by the sounds of things, though. The first one. You watch, watch the first one. That's a good one. Okay. Yeah. But don't probably don't watch James and the Giants Peach. Like I remember watching it as a kid, and then I watched it again as an adult. Yeah, not so good. Okay. Seems as though you're giving out some advice. I want some unsolicited stuff. I look forward to this. Okay. Here we go. Actually, before I say this, um, I went to the website, his website again, and he's edited them, and he's only put up like ten, and he's put them in a book now. So all the, I think there was like over three hundred that you could get for free is now gone. So if you went to the site and you see it, now it's like only a few. So now you got to buy the book of, I can't remember what the book's called, um, but I'm going to buy it because, you know, it's giving us content right now and, and, <laughs> and some good advice. <laughs> so I just wanted to say that before I um, read this out. Um, his name's Kevin Kelly, if anyone was wondering. I was going to say, give him a plug. Mm-hmm. Good old, good old Kevin. All right. Learn how to learn from those you disagree with or even offend you. See if you can find the truth in what they believe. Great bit of advice. It is. It is. Yeah. If if ever you're trying to do some research to justify your own point, try and find the other point of view and Google that and see what sort of information can come to you then. It'll be a real eye-opener. Yeah. Like. Even I, I do that with podcasts and, and stuff and, and you can even just write in like Google or YouTube or something and you just go the opposite of whatever it is. It's just like, um, uh, is eating meat good or is eating meat bad? And you get two different responses. <laughs> yeah. Just look at it and try and find. Because yeah. it's somewhere in the middle. People that get the most hype is obviously one end of the spectrum, um, but just think it's mainly in the middle somewhere where there's a little bit of truth speaking and then yeah, do your own research, obviously, as we always say. That's the that's the exact example I was going to use. As if you could Google is is going vegan good for you and you can do mm-hmm. is vegan going bad for you and you will get two completely different arguments. Same with yeah. same with carnivore, same with whatever it may be. The answer is probably somewhere in the middle nine times out of ten. So and that's the thing, yeah. I, I've looked at things before and gone, oh, I'm actually probably going to change my mind now a little bit on that. Like I'm not going to be so hard stance on where my opinion was because I can now see this point of view and understand this a bit differently. And now there's new information that's come to light, but again, don't take everything that you read as gospel. That's the thing. You kind of got to do a statistical analysis. You can't read one article and then just go put a YouTube video up and just do a post and be like, this, this, and this is all right. Just calm down. Just does it like match with all the evidence going out, especially with like new papers coming out and that it's just like, you know, because it's massive headlines and it's just like, okay, is this the same with like our normal um, statistical analysis like of what actually the research is showing? So, yeah, yeah. be careful. What, well, the headlines get the attention, right? That's and that, it. That's, that's, that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to be as loud and obnoxious and as crazy as possible to try and draw in the attention. Mm. And, I mean, it works. Look at Liver King. Uh, yeah. Save that for another day. <laughs> Old trend trees. Anyway. Anyway, enough, <laughs> enough with the unsolicited advice. Let's move on to some actual advice. Let's do it. Question number one. What are your everyday non-negotiables and things that you think everyone should include that help you keep physically and mentally healthy? Yeah. All right. So let's go with physically one first. Working out um, and lifting weights. So I get to the gym at least five to six times a week but my minimum would probably be say three so if i was to like tell someone at least three um if you're a little bit older you could probably get away with two um just because two is probably a a good minimum especially if if you haven't done anything um and then when it comes to like nutrition i pretty well get protein in every single meal like good quality protein so meat some sort of meat or uh, dairy, like whey protein, um, and like eggs and stuff and that. It, I, sometimes I feel weird if I'm eating a meal and it doesn't have protein in it. I don't know. I think it's just like from, you know, just growing up, like since I was 17, just hammered into my head that how important protein is. Um, 
it is important. Obviously, like I've I've dialed down with the way I present it now. Um, so because you obviously don't need to have protein in every meal if you don't want to, as long as your total protein is uh, there for the day. So yeah, I've eased off that a little bit. So I but I still do suggest people prioritize protein around certain meals just to keep you fuller and keep your muscle mass and all that kind of stuff. Um, being active every day. So whether that a walk or a minimum step count. So usually I'd like to say at least the research shows around six to 9,000 steps a day. Um, I like to hit at least a minimum of seven. I usually aim, I, when I look at it, it's usually about nine or 10, depending on like the months of how busy I've been and stuff like that. So that's a really important one. Um, what else is there? Sleep. I love my sleep. So I make sure that I'm getting at least seven to nine hours of sleep a day. Um, now I track everything with my aura. Um, but when I didn't, I made sure that I got eight hours in bed. So I'd bed by 10, up by, up at six. That's what it was like in London. Um, so that's very, very important. And I do suggest the same. Some people can get away with a little bit less sleep. Um, I always urge you, if you're going to improve your sleep or at least get more sleep, just go in like 30-minute increments. Um, because if you go, okay, I'm only getting six hours at the moment and then you try and do nine, you're not going to be tired enough and your body's not going to acclimate straight away like that. So just do a week with an extra half an hour and then add up until there until you feel refreshed pretty well nearly every single day. Um, obviously, it's going to be harder on the weekends because you're out and that, but like give yourself that half an hour buffer. Um, mentally, um, I love meditating. Um, now I meditated for nearly every single day for years. Um, and then I pulled back the last three, four months and I'm just getting back into it again. So that's something that I know when I need it. So if I'm like talking to someone and then I'm getting agitated, um, I know that I need to like take some time for myself because that, that I'm not normally like that. And it's like, okay, I need to like just sit with myself and get used to just like not doing anything. You know, when you're, want to just like rush and do things and people are like taking so long you're like okay yep. just calm down like who am I to tell someone <laughs> to to hurry up with whatever they're doing so I suggest at least some sort of either breathing practice or just like a checking in with yourself like it could be journaling something like that some sort of I guess meditative practice something that works for you obviously um, I'm not sure if you need to do that every single day just enough to know that like I know when I need it and when I don't so right now I'm doing like a 30 day every day uh, kind of challenge kind of thing, um, meditating every day, um, and I keep I work I use Headspace, and I just keep the notifications up if I don't do it in the morning if I'm rushing. Um, so yeah, it's good. It's crazy because it's like only like 10 minutes, five 10 minutes depending on the time, and it's you're like it's not a lot of time, and a lot of people just aren't just taking that time for themselves just to go inwards and listen like go to the breath bit by bit um so that's that's really important for my mental health um and obviously catching up with friends and, and family at least you know once a week is is good um and loved ones that's really important with relationships and at least checking in with with your mates and stuff guys obviously you could go like a whole month not talk to someone and it, it'll be sweet i know um but for women out there i know that like if you don't speak within a week, sometimes depending on the person, um, all hell could break loose. So <laughs> keep it, keep the contact. Um, I'm sure once you start to say a few things, I'll, I'll say a bit more. But they're they're the big the big rocks. Um, so yeah, sleep, training, making sure I'm active every day, hitting my protein. Um, that's just obviously like whole foods, healthy foods, and that. But I think the protein one um, just inevitably will get you eating eating better. Yeah. yeah. So what's interesting, I got asked this question and I actually made a post on this 18 months ago and some things have changed in the past 18 months. Okay. So the post was my daily health commitments to myself and they were 10K steps a day, drink three liters of water a day, hit my protein target, eat sufficient fruit and veg, journal every day, read every night, be kind to others and back myself. They were they were my one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight that I had to myself. Now, some of them have changed. Still 10K steps every day, still something I, I aim to do. I still would easily drink three liters of water today. I'm a relatively large human. Three liters of water isn't that excessive. 
I still hit my protein target every day. I'm the same as you. I find it very strange eating a meal that doesn't have it's protein weird. in it. Because for so, for, for so many years, I've designed my meal by Perfect. picking the protein source <clears throat> and then going, okay, now how, how do I pick my re- pick my, uh, design my meal from there? Um, eat fruit and veg. This is another weird thing I have. There will usually be some sort of fruit and veg with every single meal that I have. It's very, very rare that you'll just find me having chicken and rice and there's no like beans, broccoli, avocado, something like that. So I still do that. Journal every day. This is one that I've changed. I do not journal every day anymore. It was getting to the point where I was going, oh, I've still got a journal. And yeah. I caught myself doing that and was like, hang on, this is something that you should you should want to do. And it should be something that that adds to your life, not as like, oh, this is a stressor or I'm not looking forward to doing this. So I no longer journal every day. What I do do every day is I practice some form of gratitude. So I will be grateful for three uh, three things and I don't necessarily write always write them down, but it will be, oh, I'm grateful for the conversation I had with Brad today. Mm. I'm grateful for all of the amazing clients that I get to train and the conversations that I get to have with them. It could be I'm grateful for a plethora of food available to me because not everybody has that. It's It could be a whole list of things, but I genuinely sit and I feel that gratitude. Read every night. I've dropped off on that. Um can partially blame football season because the games start so late and I like to read before bed and I was getting too much into my football. <laughs> um, but I, I have started reading again every night. Be kind to others. I've tweaked this. I'm I'm not it's not like I'm an asshole to people, but I'm trying to have conversations with people that are, are more conscious and in depth and I'm not limiting them to my circle. So I'm trying to branch out and have more conversations with random people and try and bring friendly conversations and happiness to to more people's day. And I'm trying to push myself to do that because it's not something that comes natural, naturally to me. Whereas you, on the other hand, you can be walking down the street and be like, hey, mate, how are you? Very, very naturally and comfortably. Yeah. I'm trying to get that out of myself more regularly. <laughs> and the first step's being aware and I'm actually am noticing myself starting to talk more and have more conversations with people that I wouldn't normally have. And the last one here was back myself, which you got to do. You got to do. You got to do it. Don't you? That 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 study that study earlier really shocked me. That that forty forty percent of people are are not approaching someone and having a conversation with someone and living in fear because they're worried about being judged. Like we've discussed this before. Not everyone's going to like you. There's seven billion people on Earth. It'd be pretty bloody strange if seven billion people liked you. So just be unapologetically you because it's a pretty sad life if you're not genuinely being yourself. Like you, you won't be living a fulfilled life. So yeah. You also got to be careful. Like, cause some people just have like, like anxiety disorder and the thought of actually going out in the world and socializing with people can like cripple them. Um, so for obviously the people out there with that, um, if you are on medication, obviously stay on that. Um, and, just baby steps you know the old exposure therapy of even just like maybe messaging someone first and then going out to your door kind of thing um but yeah getting out talking to people um easy for some aka me um good for others because you're working on it um and then there are other people in the other boat where it's just like i can't even get out of my house like too much anxiety so um yeah obviously we're not doctors so Talk to you, doctor. Yeah. So I actually got a comment on that post of my daily commitment saying, wait till you have kids with a couple of laughing faces. Now I just wanna I just wanted to touch back on that because I don't see there's there should be any change to my commitments and my health commitments to myself just because I have children. Yes, I may be more restricted on time. Yes, I may not be able to do things as freely as I like. However, this was what I hit back with them. I don't see any commitment there that would be affected by children. I can be active, play, or walk with my children, and that would account towards steps. Children will not affect my nutrition or water intake. It may just take more planning. I'm sure I can find 20 minutes a night to journal and read once the children are in bed. It costs nothing to be kind to others and also requires zero time, and I will 100% have to back myself and my parenting skills. So I don't see how children would affect this at all, but I'll happily eat my words in the future if it does. So I'm not going to write off that it may affect it, but I'm also not going to let children be a complete excuse and a cop-out for me not keeping up my health commitments to myself. 
And I then put on the end of that, in fact, I'd even argue these commitments become even more important so I can be the best role model and parent to my children that I can be. Yeah, that's the main thing, eh? Being a role model. There's not many good role models out there, Brocky boy. Well, you want to raise good children. <laughs> that's that's the goal of being a parent, right? You want to raise good, honest individuals, contributing members of society. Yeah, and get them lifting with you. <laughs> yeah, but not stronger than you. Don't want them stronger than you. No, nah, fuck that. Right. <laughs> Can I put more weight on? No, nah, not yet, mate. Not yet. <laughs> yeah, water's just like a given, really. I just have my bottle. I see it right there, just sitting there. And whenever it's yeah. empty, just fill it up. Like that's just become such a habit right now because I know when you're throughout the day and you're not drinking water, stress starts to build up and you just like can't handle things as much. So take a deep breath, have a glass of water. Should be right, mate. Okay. Question number two. Should I spread out my protein intake so I'm getting 30 gram servings regularly throughout the day? Okay. So now this question comes from can I ingest 30 grams only mm-hmm. kind of thing? Um, I would assume so. Yeah. So this is like um, back in the old bodybuilding days and that you uh, could only absorb 30 grams and we know now that you can absorb pretty well all the protein that you ingest. Um, what they're actually talking about is that 30 grams going towards muscle protein synthesis. So spreading it out over, say, three or four meals to maximize um, hypertrophy is a great idea. Um, for most people, though, um, it won't matter too much. Like your total protein is your um, your main driver. Like as long as you get that total protein, we say that 1.6 to 2.2 grams per kilo. Um, what's that in pounds? Yeah, you have to work that out. <laughs> it's 0.6 to 1 gram in pounds. Yeah, roughly around that. Yep, cool. Um, so yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't worry too much about that. Um, but if you're going into a bodybuilding shirt or if you want to maximize as much muscle as possible, I would certainly um, spread out your meals. Um, I know a lot of people still do intermittent fasting. You can still work with doing probably getting in that eight hour window. Um, but it's usually like it maxes out about, I think it's like 1.4. Um, so if you had like four spread out, like 1.4 grams per kilo over the four meals, that would get your minimum to your 1.6. And if you were to do like what, 0.55 grams to get your 2.2 in each meal. So something like me would be like what, 40 grams. And it's fine to maximize yeah. muscle growth. Yeah, I, I think this has just come from genius marketing because how many grams of protein are in a serving of a scoop of whey protein? Yeah, roughly that 30. Pretty yeah. much 30 grams. So it's it's literally just marketing and you've probably been manipulated here a bit in, in marketing tactics. Um, as for how many grams you can ingest in one setting, as many as you can digest without feeling like crap. So I know my threshold is about 70 grams of protein in one meal, anything more than that, and I feel really heavy and bloated and blech. Mm. So, but there there is some benefit to keeping them relatively evenly spaced throughout the day and eating at the same time, just for circadian yeah. rhythm and, and sleep purposes. But it it honestly doesn't matter. Yeah, so you could get you could go forty, fifty, sixty, seventy if you wanted to get to two hundred. Yeah, right? for sure. <laughs> yeah, depending on what you say, and yeah. it's also like when they do these studies, that's um with like I'm pretty sure it was way isolate, so really fast absorbing. Uh, protein whereas we don't usually have just uh, whey protein um, straight by itself like most people are having meals that have fat that have fiber that have all these other micronutrients macronutrients that will slow down digestion anyway so you could have like a 80 90 gram meal of protein but because there's like fat fat in there it'll slow it down so it'll time release nicely for you so yeah it's it's just like minute little details if you're doing a bodybuilding show or bikini or whatever, that's the things then you really got to spread them out. Um, but also don't be so meticulous that you have an unhealthy relationship with your protein sources. Yeah, general pop, it's probably not worth worrying about too much. No. Just uh, just make sure you get your protein in and you don't feel like shit in doing so. Yeah. <laughs> Question number three, what's your least favorite exercise? Squats. I hate them. I absolutely have. It's because I'm shit at them as well. I like hack squats, but I just don't like barbell squats. <laughs> it's just something about them. I got I got asked this question and I was, I had to think about it for a second and I'm like, no, I really don't like squats. I don't know why. 
Like I like, and the funny thing is I like split squats. I like lunges. I don't like Bulgarians, but I still, I just, yeah, I I don't like it. And, <laughs> and it's annoying because that's probably why I haven't like squatted that 150 yet is because I don't enjoy them. <laughs> so yeah, it, it's, it's squats, it's squats for me. What about yourself, man? Uh, mine would be, so I was really torn between two here. The first one is burpees. Oh. And the, yeah. And the second one is like combination exercises. I have a real hatred for combination exercises and I can't stand when I see people doing them in the gym. Like a squat into a bicep curl or something. A squat, oh, yeah. A lunge into a bicep curl or a lunge into a lateral raise. You're literally handicapping both the exercises. Oh like you're not get, you're not getting the best out of both of them. Same with the burpee. Just just do a jump squat or a, or an plyo squat, and do a push up. No need to combine the two. Like a renegade row as well. Just do a normal plank. Do a normal dumbbell row. No need to combine the two. But it looks so, cool, Brock. Come on, yeah, it looks yeah. cool. So, it gets me sweating. T- I'm working out though, aren't I? <laughs> yeah, I, I can't stand burpees. You'll never see me program a burpee. So. Nah. If you if your coach currently programs your burpees and you don't like burpees, hi, I'm available. I'll, I'll never program them for you ever. Just just a note on that. I um when I do boot camps and that, I make people do burpees. <laughs> so, but uh, they're not in a program. It's just a, a bit of fun. Yeah, but yeah, yeah you won't see them in a that, program for sure. Nah, that's the whole um the sweat equal an effective workout. No, go go do twenty burpees. Sauna or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, so squats and burpees is probably there you go, the yeah. answers there. Question number four: Should I run to lose weight? Should you run to lose weight? If you like running, you can if you want. Um, but we know to lose weight, you got to be in a calorie deficit, and you can create that by eating less food or increasing your activity. I prefer to just decrease food. Um, because in that hour, um, if you increase your activity, that hour you would have burned 100 kilo, 100 say calories anyway. And if you went for a run, maybe you would have burned three, four. So um, you're minusing that 100 from that hour. Whereas, you know, just don't eat that chocolate bar or whatever and you're golden. <laughs> but like I said, if you like running, go for it. There's nothing stopping you. And and that's the thing. Like I've I've kind of had to, pull myself on this a few times because I know that when I first started out, um, I'd push uh, weight training so hard on clients um, and kind of scoff scoff at um, running. But if you can see the genuine joy of someone when they are going for a park run or something, I've kind of like, okay, at least they're exercising. Like if I try to say, no, you can't do that, just do weight training. This is how you build muscle. This is how you get a good body, all this kind of stuff. This is how you lose weight. But then- they're like, they don't enjoy it and then they're not going to do it and then I've lost them forever. Whereas if I kind of, okay, yeah, cool, go for a run. There's this exercises here for you if you need them. Obviously, we want you to lift some weight so then it helps with, you know, osteoporosis laid down with the with your um, bones and that and obviously you can get a bit stronger and get more muscle with it. But if you want to go for this run because it's getting you exercise and then, then it's getting you into the rhythm of, all right, I'm healthy now and now I'm going to, have some nice fruit and veggies and hit my protein. And then I'll like, finally, all right, let's lift some weights and feel strong and, and still have that running. Great. Um, but no, you don't have to run to lose weight. If you want to go right ahead. Yeah, totally agree. Running <laughs> is a terrible strategy to lose weight. That, that uh, yeah, I, I would not, I would not recommend doing that. The, the two best exercises for losing weight, listen closely is plate pushes and fork downs. They're the two best exercises and they both involve eating less food. <laughs> That's plain and simple. Like, yeah. you, you cannot outrun a bad diet. Ross Edgley was running, I uh, know, swimming around Great Britain and he put on weight whilst doing so. He was swimming for more than 10 hours a day. He was doing four hours on, four hours off, four hours on, four hours off. And he put on weight whilst doing that. Yes, it's not running, it's swimming. It's because he was eating more calories than he was expending. Mm. So you cannot you cannot outrun a bad diet. So if you like running, go ahead, by all means do it. But it's probably not my preferred method of exercise in order to lose weight, lose fat. No, because we don't want you going like say on a fat loss journey and then you go out for a run 
And then like you're going out for a run every single day. And then like after one or two weeks, you don't see any change. And you're wondering why you're like, oh, I've been running all this time. And maybe you see the weight, your weight go up and you're like, and then you get defeated. But just just know it's because you're having too many calories at the moment. So yeah. just tighten that up. Still go for your run if you want. That's fine. We prefer weight training, obviously. <laughs> um, but yeah, if you want to go for a run, that's fine. But it, it's, yeah, not the best way to to lose weight. That's for sure. It's definitely definitely not. But that's, a, that, that's okay. If you enjoy it and you like doing it, go ahead and do it. That's it. <laughs> Okay, that's all the questions answered today. If you want your questions answered in the future, make sure you are following us at brain.body.movement, at Brad Dapper, and at Brock underscore Dalgleish. And you can ask us a question whenever we pop up a sticker box or send us a DM. That's a wrap for today's episode. We just want to say thank you so much for listening to us. If you enjoyed or took any value at all from this episode, we would really appreciate it if you took a screenshot and shared the Instagram stories. We would also love if you shared it with family and friends and left us a five-star review. And don't forget to turn on post notifications so you don't miss an episode in the future. But before we go, if we can leave you with a few things, make your damn bed, get your steps in, and be kind to one another. Cheers.